in this 23rd session of Look at the Book on Romans 8. We will focus on verse 28 for the third time, and this time we focus on this final phrase, those who are called according to his God's purpose. Father, I pray that you would open our minds and our hearts to understand and to embrace what it is to be called according to your purpose, and so perform the stability and the depth and the assurance and the security and the freedom in us that you mean to come to us through this truth. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. We know, there are many things we don't know in this difficult world, but we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. And now he defines those who love God a second way, namely those who are called according to his purpose. So what is this call? How does it relate to the love of God? What is this purpose? And how does it relate to the love of God? Those are my questions. What is the call of God? The answer can be found by looking right here as the word is used again. Those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. Now there's the key. Those whom he just called, he also justified. Now it says not that some, it's not some, but those, all those, all those. So not some, but all those whom he called are justified. But how can that be? Because justification is always by faith, right? We know that from, say, a text like Romans 3.28. We hold that one is justified by faith, apart from works of the law. That's the only way you can be justified is by faith. You, you must produce faith. You must have faith. And yet it says everyone who is called, everyone everyone who is called is justified. So the call here must be more than the preaching of the gospel where a preacher says, come, come to Christ, because not everyone is justified who hears that call, is called in that way. This call creates faith. So that's the key thing to see here, and we'll, we'll confirm it now in uh, this most important of all passages on the call. The Jews demand signs. Greeks seek wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified. Now that, you could say, is the, the general call, right? So when Paul stands up to preach, he preaches Christ, and he says, Oh, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. Whosoever will, let him come. Come. Everyone who believes on Christ will be saved. That's, the, that's a call going out, and it becomes a stumbling block to Jews and folly to many Gentiles. But to those who are called, well, now, that means that there is a call within this preaching that is not synonymous with this preaching. This preaching is calling people to believe, but many of them do not believe. But those who are called, Jews and Greeks, from all that number, 
Christ is the power of God. These people are awakened to see Christ as power. Christ is the wisdom of God. He's not a stumbling block. He's not folly. He's power and he's wisdom. How can that happen? Because the call creates that sight. Second Corinthians 4, 6, the God who said that light shine out of darkness has shone in our hearts to, to give the light of the gospel of the glory of, of Christ. And so the call, as we saw, is the uh, effection, effectual, effectual, effectual work of God within this preaching. It's not synonymous with the general call that goes out to everyone. Through the Holy Spirit, by this word, God calls some and awakens their sense of God's power and God's wisdom. And here's a statement from Romans 4.17 that shows how that happens. As it is written, I have made you the father of many nations, God says to Abraham, in the presence of the God in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead and calls into existence the things that do not exist, like our faith. It's like God addressing, or Jesus addressing Lazarus as he's dead in the tomb. Lazarus, come forth. And the call creates life. It's like standing over a person who's asleep and says, wake up. Well, the call, the loud call woke them up. It's Jesus standing over the dead and we are the dead. So the answer of what is this call here, what is this call, is that it is the work of God in our hearts creating faith so that we are justified and we'll be then glorified. So how does it relate to the love of God? So we must love God, and uh, God calls us. How do, how do those relate to each other? This is our side. This is what we consciously experience. This is God's side, what he effectually does. And they're not, they're not coordinate. Rather, we've seen faith and that would include this response right here, is created by the call. So the point here is that Paul is giving us deep and profound, unshakable security. Your love for God was not created by you. It won't be sustained by you. It was created by the very call of God and rests on God. So you don't have to fear that your uh, God, who began a good work in you, won't complete it till the day of Christ. He will. One more question. What is this purpose here? And I think that's right here in the context as well. He, he called us according to his purpose. What, what, what was his purpose? Verse 29. For those whom he foreknew, he predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and those whom he predestined, he called. So this call is in accord with a predestination. And that predestination is the conformity of us to the image of the Son and eventually our glorification. There is a, there's a purpose behind this calling in predestining us to 
glory or predestining us to sonship or predestining us to, to be glorified. You can see that confirmed over in 2 Timothy 1.9. God saved us and called us to a holy calling, not because of our works, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ before the ages began. So this is an eternal purpose, and our call is in accord with that. So this is in accord with... This calling is in accord with the the purpose of election. That's what it's called a few few verses later in in Romans 9, 11. The according to election purpose of God. Behind our calling is a predestination. And behind that predestination is an election that we're going to see behind this verse not too long in the future. So, conclusion. Double encouragement to those who love God to feel secure that everything is going to work for good because, number one, he called us sovereignly to himself and created our love for God. Number two, this call itself is rooted in an eternal purpose to bring us into conformity to the Son and to bring us to glory. It cannot fail.